Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us on the line now is Jack Bloom, member of the Gauteng Provincial Legislature for the Democratic Alliance. Jack, very good afternoon to you and thank you once again for joining us. Uh, good afternoon. Good to be with you. Great, Jack. And thanks, uh, as I mentioned, uh, thank you so much uh, for making the time to join us this afternoon as we want to now gather some updates on the cholera outbreak and what do we currently know and how was this bound to happen. So let's just look at an update, the latest update we have before we begin our conversation. So the number of people killed by cholera in Hammanskral has risen to 23. Heaven forbid if it's risen since the time I've gotten into studio and now. We don't want that. With 48 people in hospital, more than 200 people have been seen at the Jubilee District Hospital since the middle of May and the public has been warned to avoid now consuming suspected contaminated food and water. So from the DA's perspective, what is the DA's latest findings and observations as we stand now with this outbreak? Well, look, it's it's actually more than just uh, Hammond's crawl at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's in the free state as well, so it's definitely spreading. And, of course, um, it's just the tip of the iceberg because uh, a lot of the cases haven't been laboratory identified. Uh, uh, the medical advice given is to treat to all people with uh, cholera-like symptoms, mm-hmm. as, as they say, indeed, have cholera. Um, you can't sit and wait for the laboratory results to come back. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's a lot of undiagnosed cases. The frustration is that they still haven't found the source of it in, in Amund's Kroll in particular. It's not from the tap water uh, that is provided there, although that tap water is not for human consumption for, for other reasons. Um, and they're still trying to find out uh, if it's perhaps from one of the water tankers. And the the possibility that's been that's been been raised is mm-hmm. that uh, the unscrupulous people are making money out of water tankers, and uh, uh, it yeah. suits them if there's a water crisis, then they could, you know, get more money to to deliver water. Uh, that that's a shocking thing to to say, but uh, we've seen how unscrupulous people are in in other areas, and uh, we've seen sabotage in in Eskom so that people can get extra work, and uh, there may well be. Uh, the criminal syndicates uh, with the water tankers, and right. uh, you know we, we we saw, as I said, but not identified definitively where this latest outbreak came from. But you know, look, it's it's very infectious, especially in conditions where people live in uh, unsanitary conditions, and um, you know it can be passed uh, from food preparation and and from infected people and downstream in 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 rivers and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing so we've got to be on guard but uh, the world health organization has observed that uh, in fact there's been an outbreak all over africa and you'll recall that the first case actually came from malawi that's how it was introduced into into Gauteng. Jack, um, looking at a press uh, release earlier on, what you've just um, what you've just mentioned uh, regarding uh, unhygienic uh, circumstances and situations. If you look at uh, the informal settlements that we have within the Gauteng area, well, perhaps also in other, uh, you know, like densely populated cities near river systems and what have you, um, could could this now be, this could this now really pose a problem? Could there really be an issue here? Well, that was the earlier fear because uh, it had uh, spread in in uh, Alexandra and Dipslurf, you know, mm-hmm. the formal settlement areas there. And, and of course, there are cases of baptisms where, where people yes. uh, uh, had sort of obviously taken in some of the water, and then that's how it uh, had spread. But look, I mean, the broader crisis in our country is uh, 
you know, there's E. coli in a lot of, of water sources apart from anything else. And that's right. really, despite spending a huge amount of money, um, it just uh, corruption just, just seems to have defeated all efforts. In the case of the Royval treatment plant um, in, in Chwani, officials uh, who are now under disciplinary action uh, had awarded the, uh, the tender to Mr. Edwin Sodi, uh, who's notoriously uh, well-connected with the ANC, and according to the Zondo Commission, uh, mm-hmm. gave ANC people huge amounts of money and is also involved with the corruption in, in the free state. So uh, that's why the Roy Well uh, treatment plant uh, wasn't upgraded, despite uh, hundreds of millions of rand being spent in it. So, you know, if people are prepared to, to steal money, uh, that, that costs people's lives, because uh, this is what it's doing. It's costing people's lives, 23 lives uh, that we know of. They're having to mm-hmm. set up a field hospital, in fact, outside Jubilee Hospital. The hospital is starting to get overwhelmed, and this, this is a, a real crisis. But uh, I think we need to look at the broader situation is that, uh, you know, water and sanitation is just not being dealt with in general in in our country, uh, mostly because of uh, poor management and, and corruption. So it, uh, there, there's water, you know, there's yeah. uh, villages up north who, who haven't had water despite three billion rand going missing. So when you have crooked wow. people, uh, oh, you know, that's what happens. Jack, okay. On the, based on what you've just outlined up until now, what is the DA's What is the DA doing? What is what is its position? Is it is it going to like raise this in a parliamentary hearing? How are you going to uh, bring this to the fore? How are you going to bring this well, issue to the fore now? Yeah, look, we we obviously represented in Parliament, and we were raising this very vigorously. And the broader issue: how this happens in the first place, and the neglect of of national government at uh, Chwani, um, our, our mayor there is is doing the best that he can with the, with the powers that he has. Um, I mean, it takes uh, it would take the, capital, the entire capital expenditure of, of the city of Chwani for one year uh, to, to fix up the, the Royal Well Treatment Plant. Sure. It's sort of beyond the capacity of, of a local government. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something that should have been fixed up long ago, except that uh, you know, people uh, didn't do the job. So they have set aside... Uh, uh, a fair amount of money over three years, which will uh, alleviate the problem somewhat. But national government has to step in really with real funds. You can't, you know, you can't do this on the cheap. You've got to do real work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the real work needs to be done uh, by real contractors, not crooks who steal the money. Well, Jack, let's just hope authorities get real and do the real thing and the right thing and get things in order. That's all we can do is hope now, given the the corruption and issues that you've just mentioned now, like we need that right now. But we can only just hope for the best and take care and be as hygienic and wary and, shall we say, uh, resourceful and mindful as possible. Jack, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon to give us a background as to where the cholera situation stands.